For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome to The Range on the Believe Network, the number one podcast network for professionals. I'm Ralph Irvin, and today we are definitely taking you inside the world of golf equipment. How do we learn about the newest and latest? Do we see it in use by tour players? Do we see ads online and in magazines? Maybe we hear about it through an interview or a video feature, like the Golf Spotlight or like here on The Range. The answer, of course, is yes to it all. But here is something you may not know, that it's all coordinated by one area within an equipment company. Interviews, product testing, player contracts, and what they're going to script. That's all public relations. And today we get a look at a truly unheralded area of the industry as we are joined by the global public relations manager for Adidas Golf, and that's Joel Monson. Joel, it's always great to talk with you and welcome to the range. You know, to be invited to the range with you, Ralph, that's a pretty, you know, that's probably gonna be the, the top of my day here. So, you know, I'm, I'm happy to be here and, and thanks for the invite, come on. Before we get into the work side, of course, we're golf-centric, so I wanted to ask you, when did you start playing golf? When did golf enter your life? Yeah, um, unfortunately, not soon enough. Uh, and if my dad ever listens to this, he might you know, be laughing uh, on his side, but I wanted to play golf a lot earlier. And a thing growing up at our house was to play golf until you were 12. Uh, why? I think it was more so that you know, my dad knew that golf needs some patience. There needs to be some sort of, uh, you know, you need to understand that you don't walk in another guy's line or types of things. So um, for some reason, the 12, 12 year old mark was, was when uh, we were okay to actually go out and play. I mean, we went to the driving range when we were young and, you know, I would say as early as like six or seven years old, but um actually getting out and playing and, and getting the green light to go that was uh probably about about 12 years old and then going through school you were working in media yep. and you were on the media side the broadcast side when did you transition more into like communications my background's kind of interesting in that yeah as i at university of arizona is where i did my undergraduate um i, I did some work with the the uatv group uh covering the baseball team and then also uh, having our own student radio show. So I can definitely appreciate, you know, the radio side um, that you go through all the time. But um, as I was looking at graduation and, and I actually wanted to get into journalism, I think there was a lot of like around uh, ESPN, right? And being able to, to be a, an anchor on ESPN. I don't know if you remember that show that they did, but they had like a reality show, right? To become a, an anchor, <laughs> mm-hmm. getting a lot of hype at the time. But um, I, I actually had a conversation with uh, the VP of communications at Boeing. And uh, that conversation 
is what really led me to go down more of the business side of communications. And basically I asked him, Hey man, how did, how did you get your role? His name's Charlie Miller. I think he's retired now, but, um, he explained that, yeah, you either, you're either working in media for, for 10 years as a writer or on air or whatever it is. And then, or you're, you start off in an agency setting and, and kind of work your way through and go work for a brand or whatever it may be. So, uh, knowing I kind of want to have a, I want to have a family. I wanted to somewhat stay rooted. I decided to go that route. Um, and so it, it that's what led me to go do an, a graduate degree in, in San Francisco. And, uh, yeah, from there, um, that kind of kicked me off. Well, and it was up there, uh, working in the, in Northern California that you kind of got to start in communications and in golf. Yes. Yeah. I mean, it was, you, what we did was there was this intern program through our master's degree that they had uh, this, this opportunity to, to work actually with the Oakland A's. There's a famous radio baseball guy named Marty Lurie. Marty is a, a legend in terms of just his, he's an encyclopedia of baseball. It's nuts. Um, but I supported his pregame show for the Oakland A's for, for the 2008 season, I believe. Um, and yeah, while I was there, I also kind of cultivated some relationships with the with the people over at Half Moon Bay, which I know you know that course well enough. You make the trip up up north, um, and so yeah, working with with Bill Tronowski on their writing for their new website that they were doing, and that kind of like got me a little bit more in the door about you know, and golf has always been a love, so that was uh, the first real job that didn't feel like a job, I would say, um, to get into the golf, uh, you know, communication side of things. And then it really grew once you started working within an agency. Yeah. And that's where I lucked out. I mean, I started with a, an agency called Fleischman Hillard. Uh, like I walked in the door and all of a sudden I'm working on golf stuff. Um, but I was pretty vocal about, you know, knowing the game and, and mm -hmm. it was part of, you know, what I love to do outside of work. And there was an opportunity that came up uh, through our, one of our teams that they had the PGA Tour as a client and supporting uh, the Players' Championship, which is, you know, their, their marquee event for the year. So that, that work really ushered in more work, which led to working with AT&T and Jordan Spieth and um, – you know, that sponsorship and, and what they do, they do with golf, right. With their two big, uh, sponsored tournaments of the year with Pebble beach and, and the Byron Nelson. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, uh, led me down a path that, that luckily got me to where I'm at right now. Where you are now is at Adidas. You come into a global company like that. What was it like walking into the door? Like, okay, whoa, now I'm part of Adidas golf, but it's also Adidas worldwide. Yeah, and I, I should make note that it when I walked in the door, it was actually still tailor-made Adidas Golf. Uh, it, it was a it was in 2017 that I started, so I've been with the company now for about three and a half years. But um, my my role essentially, you know, got created because of the sale of tailor-made and needing a communications lead on on the on the Adidas side, right? So um, oh, it was awesome, like unbelievable walking in knowing you're part of this just global brand that's recognizable uh, as great athletes that you know are, are part of the team 
and you know great great products to just boot so it was uh it was really fun to just walk in and then you know it's a golf it's a golf company right we're it's fun we have uh you know we're not in the office now but we have putting contests every friday there's you know golf leagues there's just a lot of stuff that just outside of your day-to-day that that make it a lot of fun and you're working with like-minded people too right that, that love the sport so uh, it was it was awesome. It was a great great first day, and it's it's been great ever since. You know, you talk about going in when it was still tailor made was part of of the cluster, and I got to imagine it's like in radio where you you go to a new radio station and you're welcomed in, but people still don't want to share all their secrets with you. <laughs> and, and in this case, I doubt anyone was ready to hand you over a Rolodex of contacts to you. So you really had to start building a whole new list of contacts almost from scratch. Yeah, that was a, because there, you know, there was, there's no other, uh, I guess, communications person, right. On that. I, I'm not part of a, I am part of a team that are, there's others that sit across the globe. But yeah, when I walked in the door, there wasn't really someone there sitting by my side and saying, here's product launches. Here's how, you know, we're working 18 months out and here are some of the latest products that we've done. And um, so, yeah, in that regard, it was a lot of just, yeah, the ground running and, and being quick to, to pick up what you needed to. Luckily on the, on like the media relations, I guess, side, I had developed pretty good relationships years before. So being able to kind of step in and luckily being able to just send an email, you know, to people saying, Hey, I'm, I'm now over at Adidas, uh, doing their golf, uh, category. Uh, that was luckily pretty, pretty easy. I mean, if, you know, if I was coming from a different industry or, uh, you know, something along those lines that I can see it out probably have been a little bit harder to then yeah develop those relationships that take yeah years to years to and then you got people like me that are just banging on the door saying hey <laughs> i i like to talk footwear you don't know me yet but you but i'll be bothering you soon oh yeah and that was <laughs> that was a door I, i've opened immediately right and that it's been and i know that you're i mean goodness you probably know more about adidas footwear than i do which you know that's that's uh, I should be coming to you, Ralph, for a lot of information. But yeah, I know, uh, you know, you worked with a lot of the companies around, and, and especially here in Carlsbad. So, so to be able to quickly develop our relationship was was one that yeah, was really good off the start. Well, it is funny because uh, as I have told you, I've told Mason Dennison, I actually was selling Adidas only shoes at an Adidas only store in the 1980s. So, <laughs> yeah, the history goes back a little bit. Yeah. One thing when you're working with a company like Adidas is you're obviously working with top level professional athletes that are contracted to wear your gear. But when you're working in the PR, that means you're involved in setting everything up to do work with them. How difficult is it to set up things knowing how flexible you've got to be with a professional athlete schedule? Because they may say that they're going to be there at three o'clock, but they decide to get in a groove and practice. They may not show up till 430. Sure. Yeah. And I think, you know, for any communications professional that, that might be watching this or listening to this, I should say, uh, I'm sure they can, they can appreciate this scenario. I mean, you need to be, you need to be flexible. You need to be nimble and, 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 uh, be able to adjust based on scheduling. And, you know, I, I get to be the guy that says, Sorry, Ralph, uh, I know it was at 
18 your your uh your interview but we're gonna need to, to bump it back uh you know three minutes or whatever it is and and you know uh we you're not getting too mad at me as opposed to yeah getting mad at the athlete but it's um it it can be a challenge but it also can be sometimes very easy you know when we do product launches and, and it's kind of set up that way you know we don't run into a big challenge in terms of scheduling and, and getting them. we also do a big uh, photo shoot every year that that allows for some kind of set aside time right but when i walked in the door in march of 2017 uh we were a month away from Sergio winning his first major. And that was like, talk about, okay, now you've walked in the door and what was that like? But now you've got not only the first major of the year, master's champion, first major of his career. Uh, there was just a lot of things to work through on that end. And, and luckily we were able to do some pretty good stuff with Sergio immediately following his, uh, his win at the Masters in, in 2017. Um, so it, it varies. I mean, it's 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 part of the job where uh, I think all all PR and, and comms people know that your day can change in the matter of about two seconds, and then you know things a new thing is coming in, and you kind of have to adjust for it. So long-winded, but yeah, it's uh, it, it can be a challenge but fun at the same time. Well, and it's funny because I was just reaching out to you recently and you couldn't get back to me for a few days because you were just dealing with that exact same thing, Colin Morikawa getting his first major. Oh, it was awesome. Yeah, like we're so happy for him. I mean, that's, you know, 23 years old, just the way that he did it. Um, you know, we're, we're lucky enough we're going to be able to see him next month and, and, and kind of hear more about his story. And, and we did internally have a, have a meeting that he joined us and was talking about you know, he'll never forget what he was wearing that Sunday. And, um, you know, it becomes a part of them, right? What they, what they put on that morning. Um, so yeah, responding to requests of, you know, what, what was the, the, the outfit he had on, what were those shoes he had on, uh, where can I actually point people to, to see that sweater he had on? Yeah. It, immediately following a major, it's, it's definitely, uh, uh, one of these crazier times where you're getting a lot more uh, inquiries, I should say, you know, than normal. But fun story, because I know you're asking about these. Uh, when Sergio actually won that Masters in, in 2017, he was wearing a green uh, polo. It was a gradient polo that, that kind of went green to white. Um, and it's all part of our plan, right? As as we go into the following year, you know, we script our athletes mm -hmm. and there's a lot involved in that, right? Because we're working with retail partners and, and helping, uh, you know, they're, they're going to be selling things on, on our behalf as well. And, uh, and knowing what they're going to be wearing these players, the, the they could potentially be the major champion uh, is what we do uh, and, and plan for. And so a fun story on that end is that, you know, people ask all the time, like, is it really like that big of a deal that what they're wearing on that day, like, does it really make any difference? I can a hundred percent vouch that it does. Uh, and the reason why is because that polo that, that Sergio was wearing, uh, not only sold out once we had to restock it again and then it sold out again. And that just shows you that there are people out there that, 
recognize that they love that look or whatever it may be and they want to pick it up right away and yeah it's pretty crazy that you know things like that can that it just you know sells out so quickly like that that story really kind of begins when you do your photo shoots well in advance and when I spoke with Mason a few months ago, we talked about the process of having guys in for photo shoots. How fun is it to do those? But at the same time, how awkward is it when you're like, okay, guys, I need the clothes back. I need things back because if they like it, they like it. They're not going to want to give it up. Yeah. I'll have a, I'll have a fun story on that one too. Yeah. I think it's, I mean, it's kid in the candy store stuff, you know, it's, it's here they are. Uh, everyone loves like an exclusive, you know, first look, right. At, at a product or if they're part of this, you know, yeah. Early, early group. So yeah, our athletes, of course, are our first, uh, group that are going to be, cause we're going to be selling that stuff in the following year. So, um, oh, they, it's, it's like prying things off, you know, their feet almost. They don't, they don't want to give them up. They, they, you know, love the look of something. A lot of times you always get the question, can I wear this next week when I'm playing, you know, or I'm playing out in, in Texas or whatever it may be. And uh, yeah, it's, it's just fun to, to hear their interaction and they're, they're pretty, you know, if you talk about equipment and I know you've had many people on your show about equipment, players can just pick out the little details, right? The little changes, right. it may be love, but they're able to, you and me, like as amateurs, we may not be able to really notice as much, but for them, it's like I can tell that there's a, the center of gravity is a little bit different here, or whatever it may be. It's it's actually the same thing I hear on the on like the footwear and apparel side, and it's like the way a, uh, a polo is the sleeve pattern, the way the sleeves are cut, more you know um, rotation, mobility. They know all that. You could say to them, well, this is a raglan sleeve, and they would be like, I don't know what the heck that is. But you put the shirt on them, and they suddenly are like, I like this one better. Yeah, why do I like this one better? Well, right. it's because this. And then all of a sudden, it's like a thing that clicks in their head of like, you're right. Like, wow, look at that. Like, I bet you get this gives me an, a mile an hour or more swing or, you know, whatever it may be. But it's it's pretty fun, and that's, that's a part of the job, too, is to be able to see these, you know, best best at what they do athletes uh be able to interact with the product but also you know a, a guy like dj and the funny story is is when we uh you know uh, announced our our audicross line and and we had chaos come out it's it's not uncommon and there's many stories throughout the years here now that dj dj is very uh, adamant about wanting to just throw stuff in the car and, and you know, I'm going to take these and, and, uh, he wants to wear them and practice them in them at home. So most of the time our athletes, they take pretty much everything that they try on. It's, it's, we name more so on like when they're going to wear it. But, um, I would say, yeah, hundred percent of them are always taking what the, the new gear is and, and wear it, you know, when they're practicing and stuff at home. You mentioned the Audicross. One thing that I think is different with Adidas than just about every other brand is that you essentially have at least three brands under the banner of Adidas Golf. You've got the normal performance lines, but then there's Audi Pure, and then there's Audicross. Different perspectives, different styles. 
How do you market them? And then on top of that, you've got something like Audi Cross where you're essentially, it's a crossover where you'll have guys that wear performance on game day, but they're still promoting Audi Cross for the lifestyle side. Yeah, no, I think it's, it's, it's this idea that, you know, golfers, uh, it's a mentality, right? I think if you love the sport and it's, it is your thing, it's your sport that you play all the time. You've got this idea that, you know, you want to, you want to have some variety, right? You want to, there, there may be that outfit or that shoe that you want to wear for the club championship or city championship or that, you know, even if it's that like two man best ball that doesn't mean anything, you know, you want to have that special thing you want to wear. Um, but then you also want to have like some cool, you know, off, off, on, off course stuff. Right. So yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head in that, um, by providing kind of these different options and we're in a lucky enough position where we can do that type of thing. Um, we're able to reach the same golfer in three different ways, but also like, you know, younger generation who maybe is more relaxed and they don't really want to tuck their shirt in, you know, or, or they want to keep it pretty lifestyle-y and, and we're able to do stuff like that because of the brand that we are. So, um, yeah, I mean, I should ask you, Ralph, you're, you, you always are wearing an ultimate polo or whatever it may be. You're probably the one that can speak the most of, uh, about performance and all that. There are certainly different things that I wear in different times. And, and, you know, here and in the golf spotlight, I I'll wear Audi pure. I've worn Audi cross. Um, you know, some of the Audi cross things, I was just sending an email this week to bronze Grissom with uh, the design team and, and talking to him about the fact that a couple of the things that he introduced this year, I actually went out and bought because I just thought they were so good looking, oh, awesome. but at the same time, that may not be what I want to wear to play because I'm looking for a certain fit and feel yeah. on the course different from what I might be wearing when I'm just working in the studio. So there you go. it's exactly like you say, because you have the different brands, I think it keeps each one strong. Like there's the uh, casual Audi cross line and it can be casual and not take anything away from their standard Adidas line. Yeah, no, that's the thing. It's like you, you can pair a lot of different, you know, it's not, you only have to wear one or the other. I mean, it's Audi pure and Audi cross are kind of at the, at the spectrums a little bit, but uh, yeah, I think that that's being able to, you know, wear what you want that kind of gives you the mentality that you're like looking for that day. Right. Like I said, mm -hmm. if you're preparing for a huge tournament, you know, maybe you, you want to have that like pro look, right. Or that, that, that feel as you're heading out there and, Maybe it's more like, yeah, the ultimate line and, and uh, the tour 360s or whatever it may be. But if you're trying to maybe be a little bit more relaxed, you know, Audi Cross and, and we've got some really cool untucked looks and mm -hmm. uh, that type of thing. It's just that there's, I think people now with golf changing, and I, that's a lot of what we're all about is pushing the, pushing the game forward with more um, wearable, you know, uh, stuff, right. Wearable across your life. Um, that I think brings more people into the game and maybe they look at like, Hey, you know what? Like maybe golf isn't as, uh, you know, uptight as, uh, as I once thought. And, uh, we're definitely seeing that right now, right. During this pandemic of just new golfers and, yeah. and 
wanting to get out here. So I think, yeah, we're lucky enough that we have these, this variety, right. That, that people can go to. Now at the core of Adidas itself is sport. And that's kind of the basis that comes straight from corporate. Their base in the U S is in Portland, of course, worldwide. It's in central Germany. What's it like working in Carlsbad and kind of getting, you know, the messages that come in from a corporate side and translating them into a golf world. It's unique. We're, you know, 60,000 plus worldwide, um, Germany. Yeah. I mean, the heritage there is, goes back right to our founder, you know, Adi Dossler and, and, and all of, uh, what he did is, you know, building the original sports brand, but yeah, it's golf is really the only business unit within the entire organization that sits on its own. Um, a lot of that had to do with our relationship early on, right. With Taylor made, but overall, and as you know, living here in, in California, uh, on the coasts or, you know, golf is one of the capitals, right. And especially Carlsbad with, with golf. So, uh, taking, luckily we have this brand, right. That puts out a lot of great messages and we're able to draft off those and bring not only the message that's coming from that, um, and, and putting it into golf, as you say, but, um, we're able to bring in those people who maybe you know, Adidas is their, their brand and, they maybe aren't golfers, but they realize that, you know, the way that we're talking about golf is similar to how they're hearing about basketball or running or training that they may, you know, then they start picking up the game and, 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 uh, you know, uh, wearing our stuff too. So it, it's, it's different. It's a challenge and that's, that's different across all sports, right? Like training, you're talking to people a little bit differently than you are to basketball or, um, but golf were just unique. Uh, we're one of the few and maybe only sports, right? That you're the course and the field of play that you are on changes all the time. There may be 18 mm -hmm. holes, but it's different every time you go, as opposed to a basketball court or, or the pitch or whatever you're, you're doing, you're, it's confined. Like it's, it's just a unique sport. And so we're able to kind of twist that message a little bit towards golf, um, when we need to. So, um, yeah, it's fun. It's a challenge. And, and it's lucky that we have kind of the support from this global, global brand as well. Well, and one thing that's definitely unique versus all the other sports is every single Adidas professional in any sport is apt to play golf. And that's not necessarily the case with any other sport. None of the athletes are likely to go out and put on cleats and play baseball. And they certainly aren't going to play American football, even flag football for obvious reasons but they all could play golf and it really does tie all the sports together. And that's why it's important to have that synergy really across the entire brand. Yeah. I think that's a great point because golf is very unique in that sense, right? It's, it's oftentimes like the off season sport or the second sport of some of these top players, you know, in, in the world. Um, you know, we, we look at guys like Patrick Mahomes and a lot of guys don't know how much that, he loves to play golf. Uh, it's, it's a big piece of his life. And when he's not obviously winning Super Bowls and MVPs, but uh, we're talking before, you know, a guy like Kyle Lowry who played, you know, I guess they're the, the defending uh, NBA champions, right? They, uh, they're out there in Orlando and golf is like uh, an escape for them right now. And, and right. it's 
great for the sport overall. I think it's great when other athletes, uh, you know, aren't afraid to show that they, they play. It's just something that I think brings more people into the game. And, and it's a lot of fun because, you know, we get hyped up within uh, the brand because we see, you know, our, our MVP uh, on the Super you know, with the Bowl wearing, you know, golf stuff and, and, and repping the brand that way. So it's, it's really cool. One other thing, you know, I've talked with Mason, you've talked with the apparel design teams about the fact that you get the style influence. I mean, Adidas is also very much a style brand, and those style influences will filter their way down. Things like Prime Knit and, and such have really come from that side and made their way into the golf apparel, which gives you a unique look as well. Yeah, and you'll hear a lot from us, but we we have this saying, you know, internally that's a sport rooted in golf right so how do we take how do we take that sport heritage and the the materials and innovation and all that we have at our disposal Adidas, and bring that into a sport where we are able to fine-tune how a golfer would would need uh, that particular uh benefit right as they play so it's uh it's a unique thing in that we have yeah there's materials that we look to for inspiration in running or training or basketball and we see if there's a way i mean it's not always you know uh, tip for tat on on being able to do that but there's ways that we can you know bring uh bring other categories and what they learn into you know what we do here at golf uh, on the golf side so it's it's really cool and and it's something that happens and a lot of uh you know collaboration within other other groups within adidas as well now i was going back through some old old interviews that i had done and i saw it back in 2017 actually so probably right after you had started i did an interview with mason talking about special edition and limited edition shoes uh we were discussing that really adidas golf began that trend how important is it to you and to the brand to show off new styles like the summer of golf code chaos or the new launch of the superstar these are the fun ones, right? I mean, they're all great, but absolutely. I, I know uh, when you do these types, they're just they're just a little bit they're different, right? It's a limited amount. Uh, there's a great story behind them. Um, it's, it's usually uh, a great design, right? There's just a unique flavor to it that that make it really fun to do, and I, you know this as mason was saying yeah like when we did i think it was 2014 i believe is is when they did their first uh the first limited edition um they it just caught on right and it became this thing and it's something that you know we are always careful about where how we do it uh when we do it and i know that other brands would, would say the same thing but it's a lot of fun to bring you know something like this uh, into golf that traditional golfer hasn't seen before. Right. Mm -hmm. And it's just, it's, it's new and it's different and there is an appetite, right. For those, uh, you know, limited edition, uh, foot, especially with footwear. Right. And, you know, we did do a limited edition polo for Sergio, uh, in to celebrate his 20th year with the brand and his 20th anniversary from that, you know, the running jump that he did at the PGA championship in 99. So there is some stuff that, that bleeds over into, um, into apparel as well, but 
Um, you know, we did a collaboration with Palace Skateboards this year at right. uh, Genesis. Um, and, you know, without giving everything away, this is something that I think we're going to be looking more and more towards because uh, it's just, it's fun, different, creates more awareness outside of the sport. And, uh, you know, people, people love it. So it's a lot of fun. Definitely a favorite get to do anytime you can tap into somebody's you know that they really have a feeling for and really grasp that special item well then you you've touched a new customer that really understands that the brands maybe a little bit more about them than they might have thought yeah i mean there's a guy named matt cardis who he does golf in your state uh on on instagram and and he tells a story about when he first had his first pair of superstars and walked into school, it was, there was a bully that wanted to, to get him from him, uh, take him off his feet. And, uh, you know, he stood his ground and he, he, he kept him. But the story is, is like that superstar, the Shelto, uh, will always be part of his story, right? And his life. And there's, you know, you think about that where, remember when you got that first pair and, you know, just the way it makes you feel when you put them on and, golf's all about confidence anyways right so that added confidence can do a lot just going out to the course so it's fun 2020 remote work has become the norm um for you you're a collaborator i mean you literally have to collaborate with all these different areas to get your message out how's that process been for you you know and then beyond that having to work with the global golf sphere it's not easy i mean it's you miss the I think what you miss the most is that being the quick, the quick, Hey, how's it going? And also being able to talk about something uh, without having to set up a meeting for it. Right. Mm-hmm. Like being impromptu, Hey, I've got an idea about something. I'm going to go walk down to, to design and, and kind of see what they've got going and just being able to do that. Uh, you miss that right during this time, but uh, luckily we're, we're able to, to, it. I know that it's, you know, it's, it's hard for everyone right now, but um, I think that we're doing the best we can. And, and it's just, it's needing to do more meetings. It's needing to have more of those phone calls, but um, yeah, if we could go back and be able to just, I could down the hall again. I think that would, that's what I miss the most to be able to do it that way. I always like to finish up by asking you about a favorite project from your career. So in this case, is there maybe a launch or a style that really jumps out at you, gives you a warm feeling when you think about uh, Adidas or really anything in, in golf over your career? Man, that's t- that's a tough. Uh, that's tough. Um, there are there's only a few of the limited edition footwear that I have really haven't worn. Like if I was able to get a pair, I haven't worn them. And the, it, I guess the one that would be the most special is when we when we did the pimento cheese cross knit. It was the first time we did it uh, for the Masters um, in 2017. It was the year Sergio won. Uh, if you remember the shoe, it was a clean white uh, shoe that on the inside sock liner there was, you know, it had a pimento cheese look to it. Right. Um, with the green hit underneath, uh, sold out in four minutes, I believe Mason <laughs> said super fast. It was awesome. Um, it, it was super unique and it was one of my first like projects, right. That I, I just walked in the door, 
Um, I needed to communicate it uh, almost a few days right after I had started. Mm -hmm. So it was a very like, okay, let's go. We're, we're off and running. But for me, it's just a, it's a great, like I'll never forget that one because it was the first one I worked on. And uh, it was the, yeah, the CrossNet one, right? That was the very first CrossNet right. uh, with uh, the pimento cheese and, and limited edition. And those are still in a box at my house. And I don't think they're going to see the light of day uh, anytime soon, uh, at least on the golf course. But I would proudly display those as a reminder. But there's been so many, Ralph, and you know, but it's just, you know, those are the, the first ones that you work on, I think, are the, the ones that are the most special. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, uh, Joel, I, I want to thank you so much for joining me here on the range. You make it very easy to work with the Adidas brand, but also everyone out there who, you know, pays attention, they have to realize that all the information that they're getting about Adidas, whether it's apparel or golf footwear, is essentially stemming from your desk. I mean, that that's that's the crazy thing about this is you're kind of there putting it out in all directions. That is a very sexy way to say that, Ralph. Uh, yeah, it is. Um, it, it does. I have to gather all of this information and, and somehow tell it to you guys in a way that seems like it's actually worthwhile, right, to, to be a story. So, yes, the, uh, the press releases you read, um, you know, the, the info that you're getting and, and reading about, uh, just making it sound super sexy, comes straight from my email. Um, but yeah, after a, a lot of hard work and, and it makes it a lot easier when we can talk, you know, on stuff like this with you. So we always appreciate your, your support. All right. Well, Joel, thanks for joining us. All right. Thanks, Ralph. Take care. That was Joel Monson, the global public relations manager for Adidas Golf. Full disclosure for the golf spotlight, Adidas is my apparel sponsor and I get to work with Joel throughout the year. But also as a media member, I need to work with him in arranging interviews to bring the best information to you, our audience. He makes it really easy and for that I would like to think that we're all grateful. Before we go, Golf Data Tech tracks sales in the golf industry and their numbers this summer have been remarkable. In June, they recorded an increase in ball sales of 6% in units sold. Wood saw an increase of 25% in sales, and irons were up 30%. That is fantastic as people return to the golf course. However, July's numbers, they're simply astounding. Ball sales jumped 27% from 2019. Putters are up 32%. Wedges climbed 64%. Bag sales up 60%. Wood sales in July increased 74%, and iron sales increased by a ridiculous 83% over 2019 numbers. Overall, Golf Data Tech saw July sales set an all-time high since they started tracking the figures back in 1997. So not only are people hitting the course in 2020 amid the coronavirus shutdowns, but they are also committing to their games by purchasing new equipment, likely after years of not playing regularly. Let me be straight. I love to play, and as the sign of my golf shop says, I like to play fast. More people on the course can make it tougher for somebody like me. But the industry and the game needs new players and increased traffic. It's the only way to keep beloved courses from closing for good. And so, I welcome the increase. It's good to see our game thrive. And in the long run, it's better for us all in so many ways. 
If you want to know more about golf equipment, subscribe to us on YouTube at The Golf Spotlight. For the latest on the range, follow us on Instagram and Twitter. It's The Golf Spotlight, and we welcome your comments there as well. Just send us a note anytime. You've listened this far, so subscribe to The Range on iTunes or follow us on Spotify or iHeart. We have new shows dropping every Wednesday. Now that'll wrap it up for our time together on this episode of The Range, so let's lace them up and hit the course. It's time to play some golf, and we'll talk to you next time right here on The Range. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger. Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.